Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. Shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 114 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. How are you today, Svia? I'm doing great. Just thankful for our Messiah, Mashiach. Our sacrifice lamb has been slain. Mm. Amen. 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 So, we're here on a late night, Spirit of Adoption radio recording, (laughs) right? That's right. I already took my sore melatonin. I'm confessing, okay? I'm confessing. Wow. So, you're sleep recording. Yeah. I kind of, my eyes start getting kind of heavy and, you know, I start landing the airplane at a certain (laughs) point in the night. (laughs) Yeah, because tomorrow we're taking off on the airplane. That's right. And we're going to Miami on an outreach to the Jewish community in Miami that the Lord has called us to love on in Yeshua's name. Yes. Amen. 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 So I was actually praying tonight uh, because we're going to be gone all week. And uh, I was praying and asking the Lord what he wants us to do for Spirit of Adoption Radio. And he put a teaching I did, I think it was 2019? Yes, on our tour. Since we're going to uh, reach out to the Jewish people in Miami, uh, Israel is on my heart. Mm. And uh, I did a teaching at the base of Mount Hermon, Caesarea Philippi, what was called the Gates of Hell. And Yeshua Jesus took his disciples there. Mm. And some very profound things happened very symbolic things happened there. 
And so I don't want to share the whole teaching, but I did a teaching there and uh, it was on my heart to play that today, uh, tonight, (laughs) for this week. Mm -hmm. So we're actually going to be in Miami by the time this plays Yes, uh, on Friday. And we're purposely going there for the Day of Atonement for Yom Kippur. Uh, Last week we did a episode about Mm -hmm. Yom Kippur. So... Um, we're going there, and uh, we want to put our feet in action, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. If you hear this, pray for us in Amen. Miami. Amen. Because um, by the time you hear this, we're going to be getting ready for Shabbat, mm-hmm. which is a time where we're going to be purposely doing a lot of outreach right in a Jewish community in Miami. So if mm-hmm. you hear this around Friday night, Saturday, um, yeah. pray for us, please. Amen. And the teaching that I gave there at the gates of hell is pretty much about the spiritual warfare mm-hmm. and how our Lord Jesus Christ picked a fight with those spiritual forces before he went to the cross. Yeah. Okay. Because he was going to triumph over them on the cross. And so um, we wanted to share that today. And in the recording, it's not the best recording, but I'm going to try to make it sound better. You'll hear people walking by because there's a lot of uh, tour groups that are out there. Mm-hmm. This um, is live as, in yeah, Israel. Live as I'm teaching, they're yeah. walking by and maybe they're getting blessed too by the mm-hmm. teaching. But uh, you can picture if you want to get a picture up on your computer or whatever and see Caesarea Philippi and, and maybe look at a picture of it while you're listening. That would actually be good. That would be if good. If you got a picture of Mount Hermon and Caesarea Philippi, the gates of hell, what was called the gates of hell while you're listening to it, that yeah. would probably be good. And you know, I want to say something about this teaching because this was my absolute favorite teaching on our entire tour in Israel. It really touched my heart and blessed me. And, you know, to be able to see the place and hear this teaching and hear what actually happened there and the the depth spiritually that is inside of our tours mm-hmm. is really amazing. It's really a blessing. And we get to like really saturate ourselves through the word as we go to these different places. It's not just like, oh, we're going to a different um, site today. We're going to do sightseeing. No, there's like this huge spiritual depth to the tour. So if you're considering a tour to Israel, Mm -hmm. we would love to have you join us. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share a link to where you can sign up for our tour. Amen. So let's go to Caesarea Philippi right now. Okay. Yes. And listen to this teaching. And uh, I'm excited to listen to it myself. Amen. Amen. Me too. Amen. But we're at the base of Mount Hermon. And historically, Mount Hermon, for the, 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 in the spiritual realm, was like pagan center. Pagan center. Okay. And so you have some uh, extra biblical sources like the Book of Enoch. Okay. Which. They're, they're just like we we read books today, okay? We read other books. I, I read we read the scripture predominantly, but there's other books we read about scripture, right? Well, the Jews would be doing the same thing too. So there's other books, you know, like the Book of Enoch. It's mentioned in, in uh, Jude. It's, it's so there's things in there, but it, it talks about uh, in, in the scripture there was the table of nations, the seventy nations, okay, the nations of this world. But there's there's rulers, there's spiritual forces that are ruling over the nations, okay? <clears throat> the book of Enoch talks about the watchers descending on Mount Hermon, okay? And having a council of 70, 
okay, the spirit spirit realm, the principalities and powers. And 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 so they, they descended, and so you have all of this worship of demons and and wickedness all over Hermon, all over Mount Hermon. And so when the Lord uh, he came to save us, right? He came to save us. We know that. We went to the cross. We're thankful for that. We wouldn't even be here if we were that, right? We would not be here today um, if that hadn't happened. But he was also engaging against spiritual forces of wickedness. So at the beginning of his ministry, remember, the Spirit leads him out in the wilderness. 40 days, 40 nights, right? And he was tempted by the devil. And he had victory, right? He had victory. So you see failure in the past, you know, he's the last Adam, there's failure in the beginning, but he didn't fail, right? Against the enemy. Adam did, Adam gave in to sin, Jesus didn't, he overcame. So from the very beginning, he's, there's a battle against spiritual forces in the very beginning. He comes in the land, Israel failed to represent God, to be a light to the nations, he calls 12. 12 tribes of Israel. He calls 12 disciples, right? He's marching in. You know what I mean? There's a spiritual battle going on. He's marching in. Then, it's amazing. What does he do? He appoints 70. Remember that? He appoints 70 to go out, 70 disciples at one time, to go out and preach the kingdom of God has come. Cast out demons. So when Jesus came in, they, they there wasn't... De casting out demons that before before Jesus came, that was not very common, okay? But when he when the he said the kingdom of God has come upon you, the very first thing he said, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. So what was part of that kingdom? Casting out demons. Where Jesus went, casting out demons. The spirit realm. He was confronting the spirit realm, okay? And so you see that. And so then he sends out the seventy. Why seventy? Why 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 send out seventy disciples? Well, historically. The, seven, the table of nations. There were 70 nations of this world. And we know that the world is in rebellion against God, right? And he chose a nation to represent him. He chose a nation to represent him to all the other nations, okay? And so this rebellion, the Lord's goal is not just for Israel, not just for the Jews, right? I mean, most of us aren't Jewish. Most of us aren't Jewish. But he, he was also reclaiming the nations that's the ultimate goal it's the, it's the restoration of all things okay the restoration of all things and we can be thankful for that right all things you know so he sends out the 70 they're casting out demons they're healing the sick and he said when you when you did say the kingdom of god has come upon you the kingdom of god because ultimately there's a kingdom where god's going to be reigning there's not going to be any sickness there's not going to be any demons there's not going to be any spiritual force of wickedness you're not going to have spiritual warfare in the kingdom of God. And I'm thankful for that, for one. Anyone else? I'm thankful Amen. for that. Because yes. all I know is, as I continue in the Lord, I seem to have more and more and more resistance. Okay? Not less and less and less. And that's a that's a, that's a sign. That's a bad sign. You have less and less and less resistance, like in a, in a battle. If you have less and less and less resistance, what does that mean? Drawing you might back. Be, yeah. You might be running away. We don't want to run away from the battle, right? Okay, so... Jesus' ministry, you see the kingdom of God. You see it, it goes beyond Israel. It's 70 disciples going out, represent 70 nations. He's gonna, he's gonna take back the nations, okay? The nations, and he has these evil principalities and powers that are ruling over the nations, over kings. So Jesus plans, he's gonna be a king of kings. And so 
Then it culminates, this spiritual warfare culminates as he gets towards the end of his ministry, coming here to Peneus. As, as uh, Brother Yoyuki said, Pan, that's, that's I mean, a, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a coffee shop in Atlanta called Dancing Goats Coffee. Mm-hmm. I didn't connect that till I started seeking the Lord and studying this. Dancing goats? Well, that's a picture of Pan. He'll be playing instruments and dancing and things. Yeah. Oh, people have coffee shops called Dancing Goats Coffee. Thinking that it's a silly game. This is not a game, you know? But at the end of his ministry, he comes here. As he's, 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 going, he's going to go somewhere after this. He comes here. And this is a place, really, of uncleanness, defiled, the most wicked, wicked abominations practiced here. And he brings his disciples here, his Jewish disciples, here. This wouldn't be a place that they would have gone without him, without following him. They wouldn't have come here, okay? They wouldn't come here to take, take pictures and then sightseeing. They, they would never have done that. So he comes here and, and he says, who do you say that I am, right? You are the Mashiach, the son of the living God, you know? And ultimately, that's why we raise this up, because he's the name above every name. So, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. I will build my church. I will build my called out ones, and the gates of hell won't prevail. And like Yoyakim said, it's not a defensive thing. It's an offensive thing, okay? We're, we're, we're soldiers for Christ. We're supposed to be advancing against the enemy's kingdom. Not drawing back and like taking taking shots and running away and we're not, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be going forward in his name, right? Just like he sent out the seven disciples and they, they were preaching the kingdom of God and they were going forward. And they came back like so surprised, like the demons are subject to us in your name. Like it's amazing, that's never been happened before. We're going and preaching and the demons are coming out of people and people are set free. It was like amazing, it was the kingdom of God, right? And he said, don't rejoice that the demons are subject to you. But rejoice in this, that your name is written in heaven. That your name is written in heaven. Amen. So we can rejoice in that, right? We don't rejoice. We have authority. He says, I give you authority to trample serpents and scorpions, pictures of evil evil entities, right? Don't rejoice in that. Rejoice in me. Rejoice in the Lord always, you know? And so he goes here and declares this, this declaration. And like like you said, brother, this rock, this is rock. So it. It has a it has a double double type of meaning. He's going to build upon the on the truth that he is the Messiah. He is the Messiah. But upon this rock, so it's like the enemy builds his kingdom. All of Mount Hermon it represents like the kingdom of the enemy. Okay, the principalities, powers, spiritual force of wickedness. He's going to build on top that. He's going to take that. He's taking that. See what I'm saying? It's not he's running away. He sends us out. And so when he tells his disciples, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go into all the nations, make disciples of all the nations. It's like he's taking back the nations. And we're, we're part of that. We're part of that. We're part of that. But what happened after that? I just, I just, I just wanted to uh, share. After he came here, this is a place of spiritual warfare. Um, and I'll pick up right where you left, left off, brother commanded the disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Messiah at that point okay but there's another point where he told them tell everybody <laughs> okay but what does it say after that 
from that time, from that time, from, from this point, from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. We can't shout for Jesus. Who, who we got? I'm going to shout for the Golden State Warriors more than Jesus. Okay, I mean, if this is a place to shout victory, there, this, there's no other place. We can't shout victory here, right? We can sing victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. This would be a good place to do it, right? Amen. This would be a good place to do it. So, but he began to tell from this point right here when he declared, it's like he picked a fight with the principalities and powers and spiritual forces of wickedness right here. He picked a fight with them. That's what he did. Praise the Lord for that. And it says in, in Corinthians that talking about the rulers, that these are rulers, these are spiritual forces. It says that the rulers had known. If they had known. It's not just talking about men. Remember, there's spiritual forces that are ruling. It said if the rulers had known, Go ahead. Go ahead. if they had fully known, they didn't know God's all God's plan. Um, but if they had known, they wouldn't have crucified him. Because on the cross, it says he triumphed over principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them. They didn't understand. They didn't fully. So from this point on, he says, I must go to Jerusalem and be killed, be crucified from this point. Because the spirit realm was stirred up. When he, when he did this, I'm going to build my church upon this rock, upon the confession that you are the Messiah, and upon this rock, right over his kingdom. Right, right over the, I'm, I'm bulldozing it out of the way. Ultimately, that's going to happen. Ultimately, that's going to happen. We can rejoice. Amen. It's not going to be no tell. Hallelujah. No tell. That's right. It's going to be a no tell, not a hotel. Amen. No tell. Amen. So, um, but but praise the Lord. So what does he what does he what does he tell him after that? From this point on, I'm going to suffer. Okay. Spiritual battle here. But then what does he tell him after that? He says, "You are to pick up your cross." If anyone wants to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Follow me. Right? And so that's that's where he starts saying that. When you read it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, okay? From this point, he says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. But I am going to win. Right? He's going to get the victory. Right? He always leads us in triumph. Jesus doesn't lead us into, into destruction, into, into defeat. He always leads us into triumph. He will always win. When you follow him, you'll win. Always, every time, without fail. Okay, I'm not talking about making millions of dollars and being like Joel Osteen or something. I'm talking about victory over the enemy and freedom from sin and the things of the kingdom of God. When you see him send out the 70, what were they doing? Blind or healed? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah the dead are raised the things of the kingdom of God <clears throat> and the things that we're supposed to be looking forward to and the things that we are supposed to be preaching right so when he did that he's given us an example so he's going to Jerusalem right and so here's the thing here's another thing he goes to Jerusalem what's he say from the cross right Whenever they, when it, when, when the teachers would, they, they would oftentimes say something from the beginning of, of a, of a chapter and it would refer to the whole chapter. 
it wouldn't just refer to the first the first verse. Okay? Father. My God, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, right? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's not it. It doesn't end there, but in, in, in historical in historical teaching, it would refer to the passage. It would be a, it'd be a reference to that passage because Psalm 22 goes on, doesn't it? Does Psalm 22 talk more about the Messiah than just, why have you forsaken me? It talks to, so he's, he's, he's pointing the Jews to Psalm 22. He's pointing them to that. Yeah. So I just want to read something because this is part of the region of... I would say Bashan. This is all part of the region of Bashan. Yeah. And you brought up there's there's a there's a physical element we can see. We can see bulls. We can see cows. We can see we can see them on these mountains. Okay. But there's something more than that. There's something much more than that. Remember, he picked a fight here with the spiritual entities. They're stirred up. They don't know the full plan. Okay. So we can know that. As long as we keep knowing him, the enemy doesn't know the whole plan. He doesn't know the whole plan. Right. We follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. We're always going to win. So. But let me just let me just read this thing here from Psalm 22, which is super interesting. Remember, from this place, he said, "I'm going to go to Jerusalem." From this place, and the victory is going to get won in Jerusalem. It's beginning here, you know. He was, and and it's going to get it's going to get finished there. And uh, so, Psalm 22. I just had it on my heart uh, as I prayed about coming here. When we're coming here, to share this here. And uh, I, I tried to pray about having something to share at every site, but the Lord's like, no, just here, just here, it's the only place. And so I appreciate you, you all enduring um, and uh, love endures all things. We need endurance anyway. Amen. So be thankful for the shade. <laughs> but um, my God, Psalm 22, he says it from the cross, spiritual battle going on here ruled over principalities and powers, triumphed over them. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God there is referring to the Father, right? There's times where God in the Bible, okay? We don't need to be confused when you see Jesus and God is referring to the Father, okay? Jesus is God, but he's referring, he's referring to the Father. Uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear. And in the night season and not silent, but you were holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and you were and you were delivered and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of man and despised by the people. They shouldn't have despised this place, right? There's things that we need to despise in this world. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. That's what Paul wrote in Romans 12. So, I admonish myself in that. You know, we need to be uh, setting no wicked thing before our eyes. Okay, so, a reproach of man despised by the people. All those who see me ridicule me. Picture the cross here. All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. It's a mockery, right? Mocking him. But you are he who took me out of the womb. You made me trust while on my mother's breast. I was cast upon you from birth, from my mother's womb. You have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near. Be not far. For there is none to help. 
My praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who hear, before those who fear him and hear him. <laughs> the poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord. Because he went to the cross, all the ends of the world shall hear of what he did. Is that true? Yes. All the ends of the world. So we talk to Jews, we bring up Psalm 22. Hey, how did all the ends of the world hear about this? As David said, something happened here. And it went, not just, didn't just stay in Jerusalem. And all families of the nations, all families of the nations are going to hear about this. All the prosperous, of the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. Amen. Posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare. Now, verse 12, okay? It says... Many bulls, many bulls. Now around the cross, this is the point I wanted, the main point I wanted to get to. But it says, many bulls have surrounded me. This is this is a this is a prophecy, a messianic prophecy, clear. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan. He's on the cross. Many bulls have surrounded me. So is it cows? No. Mm -hmm. Cows are grazing and eating grass around him? Oh, oh, strong bulls. <laughs> of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths like a raging and roaring lion. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. Jesus, his heart burst on the cross. The spirit on the side, blood and water came out. His heart, he had a ruptured heart. Talk about a broken heart, right? My strength is dried up like the pot shirt and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death for dogs have surrounded me so he's got strong bulls surrounding him he's got dogs around so is there dogs like cocker spaniels mm. or golden retrievers surrounding him mm. no dogs bulls of Bashan. the congregate congregation of the wicked has enclosed me they pierce my hands and my feet i can count all my bones they look and stare at me they divide my garments among them and for my clothing, they cast lots. Clearly, Yeshua, right? But the, the strong bulls of Bashan. So he comes here, the spiritual entities, the principality powers, the 70 nations, the ruling powers over, this, over the nations, right? Over which Lucifer is called the God of this world, right? The Lord's triumphing over them at the cross. Strong bulls of Bashan, right here, Mount Hermon area, where they descended and they said, let's take these principalities, we're, we're going to rule over the nations. We're going to corrupt the nations. Teach them wicked, wicked things of, 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 of uh, violence <laughs> and occult practices and worship of demons and channeling spirits and all this stuff. Sacrificing blood to get power and all. These, these wicked forces taught them all that, the nations. That's why we look in our nation. That's why you have abortion. Where do they learn this stuff? Where does men learn this stuff? I mean, did you see that movie? What's the movie, honey, we once saw? It's terrible. About Planned Parenthood? Oh, um, Unplanned. Unplanned, yeah. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Did you see that? You see them sucking the blood out? Blood's coming in, they're sucking the blood out. The, the baby, they put the baby in a juicer. There's a movie called Unplanned. You should watch it. I don't, I don't endorse everything about the movie, but, but it, yeah, it shows Planned Parenthood. It does show that. Okay, so blood. These powers, they want blood. But who gave his blood? Where, where's, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb, right? Mm -hmm. So, hallelujah. And I just wanted to, I just want to say, we need to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. And as we, you look at the ministry of Jesus, everything kept progressively, progressively getting harder for the disciples. Okay? When he started, come and see. Andrew, right? Come and see. Where do you stay? Come and see. Wow, and miracles and healing the blind. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. Come and see the, the Samaritan woman. Come and see the one who told me everything I ever did. And it's exciting and wonderful. And they thought that he's going to establish the kingdom. Right? But it kept getting harder for the disciples. And when they come to this point right here, <coughs> came to this point right here, this was when it was going to get really hard. It was going to get really hard after this. Okay? And remember, they all end up forsaking him. Right? But the Lord doesn't forsake us. Right? He doesn't forsake us. He, we were in Galilee and he restored Peter there. He came to Peter. I wanted, I wanted to jump in the water right there, but we couldn't get the boat close enough. But so we need to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. It's going to get harder and harder to follow the Lord. It's going to get harder and harder. If it's getting easier and easier, less and less trouble, then you need to examine yourself and see if you're backsliding. That's all there is to that. Okay? Because all the apostles, they died. Except John, they all died. They all died martyrs. So pick up your cross and follow me. So I don't want anyone to turn away. In the last days, says many will depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits. Seducing spirits, they ruled over Hermon, the nations. We, we got to really be careful, okay? And we need to keep picking up our cross, right? And it'll always lead us to victory. It'll get harder and harder, but remember, the Lord said in Mark 16, he sent them out. And I'll just finish with this. Um, he sent them out. Here's the, here's the key. This is beautiful. Okay. Gives them the command. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. It's like, these signs will follow those who follow. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not in our own power. We don't have power apart from Him. In my name, they will cast out demons. Let's see, it's the kingdom of God coming upon the whole world. The kingdom of God was coming upon the whole world, okay? And they're supposed to go preach the gospel first. So it's not these, some people put these signs before the preaching of the gospel. And they're looking for the spectacular, looking for signs and wonders, and they're looking for uh, gold fillings being sprinkled in their teeth, and they're <laughs> falling around laughing and like hyenas and all this stuff. That's not what Jesus was saying. Mm -hmm. Go and preach the gospel. Like we, like we said, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. You're going to suffer. Well, the ones that are looking for gold fillings and, you know, you know these, all these signs and wonders, they're not wanting to suffer for Jesus. They're not picking up their cross and following him. Okay? But... So these signs will follow. And they did when you read the book of Acts. Miracles. They're following. The kingdom of God is spreading, right? It's awesome to read the book of Acts. <coughs> In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Because they're going into foreign <coughs> lands. They're going to have gifts 
of being able to preach the gospel miraculously, like on the day of Pentecost, they heard the gospel, they heard the wonderful things of God in their own language. From all over the nations, they're, they're gathered in Jerusalem, all the nations, right? And then the Holy Spirit descends, all the nations hear the word of God. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Paul got bit by a serpent on Malta, right? And they're like, oh, he's going to die. Shakes it off in the fire, and then they're like, he's a god! Because the pagans, they worship false gods, so they're going to about to lift Paul up and put him in like one of these, make a statue of him and put him in there. <laughs> but he's like, no, 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 you can just, don't worship me. Worship God. I have no power. Apart from him. But take up serpents, you know? Drinking things when you're out in the mission field. We help missionaries. They they might, you have nothing to drink. You drink something, there's full of bacteria and poison and stuff. You drink it, God can own to sustain you to go preach the gospel. You know? And these miracles that happen as people follow the Lord. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Praise the Lord for that, right? But remember Stephen when he was on trial? Sister? Remember Stephen in the book of Acts? <coughs> Sanhedrin? So these evil, evil powers are above them, you know, for sure. And remember he said, oh, I see heaven open. And the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father. He's standing up because Stephen is obeying this word. He's preaching the gospel. And Jesus is standing up to receive him. Remember, he got stoned and he died just like his Lord. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Remember that? First martyr. The kingdom of God is advancing. They can't stop it. These evil forces, they can't stop it. They can't stop it. The only thing to stop it is if we stop it. We stop it. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to be like Jonah. I'm done. I just want to have fun. That's all. I just, I believe in you, Lord. And I want to be a Christian. But I just want to listen to Toby Mac. You know what I mean? And, and you know, I want to go to concerts. And I want to jump around. I want to see smoke on the stage. That's not what Jesus calls us to. We're in a sober place. So listen to this. Sat down on the right hand. And they went out and preached everywhere. I examined myself. I admonished myself. I admonished all of, all of you. Are you preaching everywhere? What, what place does the kingdom of God have in you? Has it changed you? Are you preaching the gospel? Are, are we like them? And I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I'm trying to stir my own heart, and the Lord's trying to stir all of our hearts. We all are different places of maturity. We know some, many of us know, know a lot of this, but knowing isn't the same as doing. Okay? It's not the same as doing. You can know and not do. But listen to this most important part. They went out, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. The Lord working with them. And continuing and confirming, sorry, and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. The Lord working with them. Not like, okay, just get out there. All right, I'll see you later. I'm at the right hand of the Father. He's working with us. But specifically, when does it say he's working with us? That's the question. When we're obeying him. In this way. So, men, remember, 
It's going to get harder and harder. And remember, there were those following Jesus. It says great multitudes followed him. This is important. Great multitudes followed Jesus, but not everybody continued following Jesus. Many departed from him when it got hard. When he said something hard, unless you eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, you have no part of me. Oh, that's it. I'm done with you. Or go into all the world, lay down your life, pick up your cross. Uh, I don't want that kind of Christianity. I don't want that kind of following Jesus. You know I, mean? I, don't, I don't want that. Rich man. Yeah. yeah. I want a cafe in my church and I, and I you know, I just, I, I want to, you know, I want to run the cafe in Jesus' name and that's it. That's it. So many are going to draw back from following the Lord when it gets hard. And things are going to get hard in this world for us. And if you're young, things are going to get hard. Things are going to get hard. Okay? Going to get hard. But just stay yoked with the Lord. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And he promises he'll be with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Okay? If you deny him, he'll deny you. That's what Jesus said. Right? But if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. So let's just stay near to him, continue in the Lord. And um, that was just something the Lord put on my heart. And it's and it's for me first. It's for me first. And uh, I think it's from the scripture. So may the Lord bless each one of you. And um, let's continue in the Lord. And uh, prevailing, either, either the enemy is going to prevail against us or we're going to prevail against the enemy. So the Lord called us to prevail. Amen. Amen. Well, just like I promised, I want to share that link that we talked about earlier in the episode to join up with us on a tour to Israel in 2023. Um, and not only that, if you're listening to this episode and this and 2023 has already been gone, you know, um, we just want to encourage you to still visit the website, um, hinanitours.com. It's H-I-N-E-N-I-T-O-U-R-S dot com. Here and am I. Here am I. Send me. Yes. Isaiah, Isaiah 6, 8 means here am I. Hineni means here am I in Hebrew. And we just want you to be able to say Hineni in the land of Israel and watch how when you say Hineni to the Lord in Israel, how he says Hineni back to you. Amen. And we would encourage you to pray about coming on this upcoming tour. And if you can't come, please pray for us because we're going to be saying Hineni in the land of Israel. That's right. And just like the Lord Jesus took his disciples to Caesarea Philippi and he said, take up your cross and follow me. Yes. He's still calling his disciples in Israel to take up their crosses and follow him and mm. preach the gospel. Amen? Amen. Preach the cross, right? Yes. So, uh, yes, I agree. Let's, let's go to Israel and preach the cross of our Messiah. Amen? Amen. Amen. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen? Amen. Amen. And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha. Maranatha.